Hey, hey, it's Mandy Kay and you are listening to the Find Your Calling podcast and I am so happy to have you joining me today. Ah, beautiful. So the world has continued to get more intense. I know that many of you will be looking on in deep, deep horror at what is occurring in Israel and Palestine and particularly the plight of those in Gaza who are literally trapped while we are watching a group of people being ethnically cleansed from their land. And we are all having different reactions to what is occurring in the Middle East right now. I know that some of you are having a very difficult time switching off from it and are doing everything that you can to raise the awareness of what is going on and advocating and insisting that your government officials respond in a more humane way rather than supporting the genocide of a people. And I know that others are freezing in response to what's going on and not really knowing what to do and others who have not got the capacity right now to look at it and to process it. And I think at this point, We all have to tend to ourselves in the way that we feel called. But it's my belief that this is going to get a lot worse before it gets a lot better. And so this is a marathon. And it is a disaster that will require all of us to focus on at some point. But one thing that I did learn being at the front foot of a flood recovery effort twice in 2017 and again last year is that no matter how urgent a disaster is if we want to be of the highest service to the cause then we need to look after ourselves and I know that adrenaline will get us so far but ultimately when something is going to be a marathon race like we're going to see here we need to be looking after ourselves. And it's really fascinating timing because if you've been following the podcast, you know that I'm in a major transition point in my life. I moved to a new city a couple of months ago and I had all these thoughts about what I was going to do when I got here and I was going to get this job and I was going to make stuff happen. And honestly, the things that I have tried to pursue have not unfolded. I I haven't gotten a job yet. Those of you who who have asked and followed up, uh, yes, the radio opportunity is progressing and unfolding. So I will be a part of the summer season of a queer radio station here in Melbourne, which I'm very excited for. But, you know, other than that, nothing much else has been unfolding. And my natural impulse is to keep taking action. And it's been uncanny how many times I've pulled oracle cards from different decks even. So it's not even the same deck. But the message keeps coming back. Take a break. Rest. Replenish. Like now is not the time for massive action. And I thought... This is a really perfect time to discuss this because one, it's what I'm being taught to do in my life right now and 
I know how important it is for all of us who care deeply about creating this humane, just, kind, peaceful world that we want to see, how important it is for us to also rest, replenish, take breaks when we need. Like I said, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And we are going to be of the best and highest service if we are fully resourced within ourselves and and really building our level of resilience and not depleting ourselves. So I thought I would share some of the things that I'm doing to help me navigate this time, not only from my personal life of having things just not really unfold yet. I'm just like, I'm still swimming in liminal space. Very, very grateful that the radio station opportunity is unfolding because that's the one thing that is progressing. And also, how am I looking after myself while showing up in the way that I can for the rights of Palestinian people to live and to not only live, but live in peace and live on their land? Yeah. So, okay. So the first thing I am doing is I am taking time to be not on my phone. Like the other day, I just kept my phone off until like mid-afternoon. I didn't even want to answer any phone calls. I definitely didn't want to look at emails. I didn't want to look at social media. I just stayed off my devices until the afternoon. And this is a practice I'm now implementing more. So Typically in the past, I have been pretty good with a routine in my morning of not turning my phone on. But I must admit, I don't know, somewhere along the lines, I slipped and I got back into like turning my phone on, not the, not immediately when I wake up, but let's say within the hour of getting up, I'd turn my phone on. And what I know to be true about myself, and I don't know if you are the same, is that once I turn my phone on, even if I'm going in for like a specific thing, like I want to check the weather for today, I know that once I'm in my phone, I have this little routine where I basically get my dopamine hits and I'm just like jumping between all of the different programs that I get little dopamine hits from, you know, each social media account. I usually go and look at like my podcasting stats. I'll go and check my emails. I'll check my messages. I'll check WhatsApp. And I like I do I just do this like little freaking addictive routine ritual once I get into my phone. And I know that it takes incredible willpower for me not to do that because it's so automatic. And so know yourself to play yourself. Mandy. (laughs) So that's the invitation for you to know yourself and play yourself too. So I know for me, that means don't turn the phone on. So like this morning I was like, oh, I wonder what the weather's going to be like today. Cause I live in Melbourne now and it has 3 million different seasons in one day. And so it's not enough to just look out the window and see what it's doing in this current moment, because that could change within literally 20 minutes. And I was like, no, don't go on because you know that you're going to do that little ritual round of all of the different apps. And so 
I'm being more disciplined with myself to just give myself more and more space in the morning to have a good morning routine before I'm turning on my phone and before I'm looking at and consuming information about the situation in the Middle East. And I'm finding that's really helpful because the suggestions that I'm going to give today, it's not about burying our heads in the sand to what's happening. It's like, how do we find that balance to stay engaged and stay informed while also staying centered and well within ourselves? And yeah, so having more of a morning routine for myself that just delays the onslaught into my psyche of what's actually going on is helping. And then second to that is what I'm actually doing in the morning. So I love having a morning routine. It really works for me. I know that others prefer a night routine, like find what works for you, but I really took heed of Marion Williamson's advice when I saw her talk last year and she was steadfast. Like, I mean, steadfast in her, like saying it's got to be a morning routine because she said what happened is it's so much harder to keep balance when we don't start the day from a centered place through meditation and prayer. It's just too easy to get battered around by everything that goes on in our days if we haven't given ourselves that time in the morning to ground ourselves and prepare ourselves for the day ahead. So it really works for me. If you aren't a morning person, then maybe there's a way in which you can Think about the principles of this. How is it that you can still create some peace in your morning, even if you're not a morning person, that's just going to help you weather the day in a more centered, balanced way. But yeah, for me, I know that a morning of meditation and my tea and journaling and feeding myself a really good breakfast, that's the trifecta for my morning. And it's something that I've just now done for a really long time and I'm just doubling down on that now so that I'm not actually like picking up my phone in between what I'm doing, that it's just a more sacred protection of that morning time for me to prepare myself and get centered and really find my place, find my heart and find that quiet, calm place within me before going out into the chaos. So yeah, play around. And if you know a morning routine works for you and it's slipped, then now is the time to get it back. Like more than ever, you need it. <laughs> like you remember how good you felt when you were doing it, like discipline yourself to go back to it and you will be thanking yourself so much. The other thing that I did uh, especially when the warmer weather appeared for like two days last week was go out and spend more time in nature. When I really surrendered last week into this whole, you know what, I'm in liminal space. I really don't want to push anymore. I kept pulling those freaking Oracle cards going rest, replenish, take a break. I was like, okay, fine. And the sun was out. It was finally warm. And I just went and lay in the park. I, I went and followed my intuition I just had this little nudge of like go and check out this park I had seen the 
the road to it. It's near a shopping center that I go to. And I was like, I'm just going to go and explore. And I did. And there's, there's something about this spot. My intuitive sense is that there's some nature spirits there that are really wanting to help us. There's a beautiful, beautiful Oracle deck about to be released called the Nature Oracle. And it's a, uh, a beautiful friend of mine. So many beautiful, so many beautiful words here. But yeah, this gorgeous friend of mine has created it and she channeled the messages from nature spirits that she tuned into throughout the northern rivers in New South Wales. It's a powerful, potent healing deck. I'll put the link to her Instagram in the show notes so you can follow the unfolding process of these decks coming out into the world. And my sense is that there are nature spirits in this particular part of the park because there was this part of the park that I just felt drawn to the first day that I went there. And I felt, I was like, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to lie here in the grass. And I did that for two afternoons in a row last week. And for me, my capitalist conditioning is really strong. And maybe it is for you too. Like I am such a I should be working nine till five, Monday to Friday, every single freaking day of the week and every single week, because that's what you do if you are being a good, productive human being. But it's not. It's if you're being a really good, productive human doing. And that's what we have been conditioned to do because it serves the capitalist system to have us be as productive as possible. And I am really trying to undo my conditioning and yeah so it's for me radical resistance when I do anything out of the ordinary or other than work between those fucking work days of the week anyway so yeah that's what I did two afternoons in a row last week Thursday and Friday I went and laid in the park in the sun and I napped and I rested and I read my book and I felt the healing energy just restore me and I felt held by mother nature. I, it was like lying in nature's lap and it just felt so healing and calming and soothing. So go and hang out in nature as much as you can because she is there for you. She's there for all of us. She wants to support you. She wants to help you heal and come back to balance. And, you know, you'll never walk out of being in nature the same as what you walked in. There's always a shift and that's because her healing energies are doing their thing and working for you and in service to you just so much gratitude for mother nature and yeah so nature time so what do we got spend some time to unplug have some kind of morning routine to protect your plea your peace in the morning and and find that centered balance and spend some time in nature So some of the other things that are helping me are really connecting into the people that I love, like making more of an effort to get on the phone. Obviously, I'm in a new city. I don't know as many people here. And so what that has meant is that I have had some really long, delicious phone calls with very good friends of mine who are not nearby. And that has felt so restorative as well. So 
make time to be with the people who you love and you care about. And also this includes your little furry animal friends who are also just there loving the shit out of you at every moment. So spend time patting them. It's such a good thing for the nervous system to pat animals like and even like the purring sounds of cats and how healing that is like once again we've got these animals who are here just doing such beautiful service for us to help us once again come back find balance come back to ourselves come back to our hearts yeah, reset our minds and our bodies and our our hearts. And the other thing that keeps coming up for me is what's the creative outlet? We're all creative beings. And now look, I'm not artistic. And I think so many of us fall into the trap. I know I have in the past of thinking, oh, I'm not creative because I'm not artistic. And yet, well, I produce a podcast. This is creating. I'm creating something out of nothing and producing it and putting it out into the world. And I do have a piano sitting behind me, which just sits unplayed, which I think is begging me for to open it up again and play it. So what is your creative outlet? What is the thing that you can do to help move energy and feelings through your body through the creative process? And it doesn't matter if other people are looking at it or not. Like it doesn't have to be for others. This is for you and your own processing. Like there's a whole freaking world of art therapy out there. Why do you think that is? It's because, yeah, art and creativity is such a really, is such a powerful way for us to process what's happening. So make time for it. And also it's not just even about processing what's happening, but when we tap into our own creative energy, we're tapping into the energy of source and our spirit. And, and that's, what's going to give us sustenance through this process of great upheaval and change in the world. We had a really interesting conversation in Be Brave program earlier this week about why is self-expression so important at this pivotal point in our evolution and on the planet? And, you know, I loved some of the answers that came through and one that really stuck with me is that how how self-expression and expressing our own creative self is the absolute resistance to capitalism and the system that wants to keep us homogenized and conforming and confined and when we just step out to be our radical authentic creative selves we are interrupting that system and we are changing that system as by the virtue of who we are and how we're showing up in the world so super super powerful Also, just a little note, please make sure you're getting enough sleep. Like, I'm a big sleeper. Well, not as big as my partner. She can do some epic sleep-ins. It's amazing. But I really make a point of getting a good, decent sleep at night. But I know that for others, it can be really tricky, particularly if you stay up late at night. And so I just want to be that voice to go, babe, go and get some sleep. 
And for me, I find melatonin really helpful. I don't know if I need to put a disclaimer on that. Go and speak to your health professional. (laughs) But melatonin, it's what your brain produces to get sleepy. Sometimes I find if my mind is really active at night that it can be hard for me to go to sleep and I can just take a little bit of melatonin and it just helps me get to sleep. But ultimately, this is your permission slip and the call for you to do what you need to do to take care of yourself during these times of immense challenge, either on your individual level in your life or collectively like we're experiencing and seeing right now. And do what it takes for you to come back to love. That's where we're arriving back to when we're resting, when we're replenishing, when we're rebalancing ourselves. We're more able to connect to love and our hearts and get into the flow of life and be the most effective change agents that we can in our own lives and our communities and the world at large. And honestly, taking time for yourself to do what it needs to rest and replenish yourself is not turning a blind eye to the problems of the world. It's meaning that you're preparing yourself to be part of the solution. So it needs to be a part of the practice we all have as we navigate these increasingly turbulent times on the planet. So what is it that you can do for yourself today that's going to take care of your physical, emotional, mental well-being. Just choose one thing and prioritize it. Don't let the busyness or the pull of the intensity to get to you. Like discipline yourself to prioritize yourself and your needs and know that you are honestly preparing yourself to be the most positive contributor to the solution and you do have a contribution to make that is uniquely yours and when you are rested and replenished you'll be able to connect into that more deeply so that's what I'm going to do this afternoon I am crawling back into bed with my book I am fighting yet again another virus (laughs) which to me is like a message of, yeah, don't wear yourself out, Mandy. Trust and have faith in the process that's unfolding. Rest as you need and sending you so much love, beautiful. And thank you so much for being here on the journey with me. And I hope that you take extra good care of yourself and go gently. All right. I love you. Bye.